for good grades. I wish I was better at relationships. I wish I was an artist. I wish I had a better relationship with my wife. I wish for a life full of happiness. I wish I may. I wish I might. Have to wish. Happy Monday. You're listening to Beyond Wishful Thinking with Sherry. Before I get started, please know I am a life coach Monday to Friday. If you are interested at all in learning more about that part of what I do, you can find a link in the description that leads you to a booklet that I've put together helping anyone who would like more energy in their life. So to get started today, what I'm going to talk about a little bit more is perspective and just a little bit more about why the podcast. I have a natural ability, it seems, to inspire people when I least expect it. And sometimes when you hope you can, it doesn't seem like that's what happens. And so that can be kind of a weird dynamic uh, to to kind of live with. Um, I love discussion. I love simply stating a perspective for the sake of the perspective. It isn't about somebody having to do what I think. It isn't about me trying to do what they think. And I do wish that we could have more positivity in the world that we live in. And so perspective, I believe, is how that can change and asking questions and finding out what someone does that works well for them. As humans, we have to be willing to want change and we have to be willing to decide that it isn't about us if we don't do something well, or it isn't about us if we do need change. It's just about life in general and what makes things happen and why they happen. So I thought I'd start out with a poem. This is a poem that um, I read in a advice column years ago, and I actually clipped it out, how old fashioned, and put it somewhere to be reminded by it. It is a poem called Don't Find Fault. The author is unknown. And it was Anne Landers who was the advice columnist. So that's a name that probably some people remember and others won't. And it was something that she posted um, kind of as guidance for people about how we could or strive to be. It has a Christian undertone, overtone. Um, That's not what it means to me. It's more just understanding humans and hoping that we could affect each other in ways that are nicer, kinder, if we could think in a different perspective. So here we go. Pray don't find fault with the man who limps or stumbles along the road, unless you have worn the shoes he wears or struggled beneath the load. There may be tacks in his shoes that hurt, though hidden from view, for the burden he bears placed on your back might cause you to stumble too. Don't be harsh with the man who sins or pelt with words or stones unless you are sure, yes, doubly sure, that you have no sins of your own. For you know perhaps that the tempter's voice should whisper soft to you as it did to him when he went astray and would cause you to stagger too. Don't sneer at the man who's down today unless you have felt the blow that causes his fall 
or felt the shame that only the fallen know. You may be strong, but still the blows that were his if dealt to you in the self-same way at the self-same time might cause you to stagger too. So I'm sure you heard the um, overtone or undertone, like I mentioned, but what I like about this is we hear about walk a mile in another person's shoes. But if you think of it as just putting on the shoes, that mile that you walk might end up being more about why are these shoes so crappy or um, how come they're better than mine or, you know, some silly thing like that. Where if you think of walking in someone else's shoes as more metaphorical, that if it were possible that the exact same circumstances were what you were doing while walking in those shoes, would your perspective change, right? And that's almost impossible to do. So therefore, it's likely, possibly even difficult to fathom. But I like the part about um, if things are given the self-same way. So personalities are different. Uh, DNA delivers whatever we get, and we're left dealing with that. And so that's what can be difficult around these kinds of concepts. But I was um, actually on a Facebook page this morning. It's a small town Facebook page. And I have it because I learn a few things about my town. And I have only once commented on that page. And the reason for that is, is that it seems to be a page where most people who use it are unhappy. And they leave comments that are very uh, inflammatory. So today, someone, this small town is a town that is uh, finally getting more and more houses built. So it's going to be a bedroom town to a fairly large city area. And so we are finally getting businesses being built in the area. The homes have been built for quite a while, and now the businesses are coming. And the local people some of the local people aren't very happy. And so it was a very negative comment that was posted. And then I think uh, something like 158 comments followed it. And for once, the comments were positive because one person wrote something that made complete sense and many, many people agreed. And what I thought was fascinating about it is this. If the second comment or third comment had been negative, I think the rest of the page would have been negative, much like it always is. And what I thought about was something started positive and all of a sudden, all of the people who would prefer positive affirmations clapped made comments, put up little pictures of people clapping. And there was this here, here, you know, this sentiment of finally somebody saying something decent. And there were comments about this page normally isn't like this. When I did my comment the one time a week or so ago, someone actually texted my husband and said, thank your wife for commenting. I don't like to comment. And so he commented back, she doesn't normally either, but this time she felt she could. And so that whole story to me says that we are afraid. We are afraid to speak up sometimes when 
the voice that's already spoken is negative. And we don't want to be trumped all over. And that's perfectly fine. I wouldn't want to either. Um, that's why I don't comment. Because when someone isn't open to a new idea, quite likely, they're not going to want to hear your shred of positivity. Because that's their outlet for their negativity, maybe. Maybe they're not always negative. Maybe that is the only place they're negative. I watched or read another page one time. And it was about a mother, actually, no, it was a father who discovered that his daughter, who was a teenager under 20, and was being propositioned all of the time in her public job by older men. And he was astounded that in this day and age, his daughter still had to face that. And most of the comments on that were women. And this father is saying, where are all the men? Why are you not commenting? Why are you not enraged that our daughters are still having to fight this fight? And so those kinds of things have led me to sort of want to speak again about perspective. Why can we all believe that we have freedom of speech and yet we don't seem to have freedom of speech? Because we don't want to be heard by people who don't want to hear that something could be better or people have a sense that if I discover that things can be different, then I might have to change. Is, is that part of it? And so I want my podcast to be a podcast about points of view. And I want to hear your points of view. I want to hear where if I say something and your brain says, yeah, but... Tell me what your yeah but is, because I would love to hear it and I would love to have that discussion. One of the things that I have enjoyed in our home and has sometimes been a problem in our home is that we will have the conversations around our table that seem to get aired on public pages, but we do it because it's an opportunity for us to express ourselves. We don't have facts. We don't do a lot of research. And if it is researched, it's very much research done by two or three articles that we've read. We're not scholars. We haven't done that work. And the only way I think of full discussion where a decision can be made can happen is if it's done with research and um, an ability to have openness to point of view and a willingness to want to change. And so what I hope to do here is just those kinds of, I, I guess, for lack of a better word, an armchair critic. But if nothing else, if it makes people think just a little bit differently, I'm happy to be a part of that kind of a conversation. I am not somebody that a lot of husbands would enjoy having in the car with them when they're driving, because when my husband is frustrated and he calls out another driver, the first thing I often think is, what if that is the mistake that driver made that day in front of you? What if they have driven perfectly fine the previous points of their life and they made their mistake today in front of you? Do they need your censure? Do they need your anger? I've made mistakes while I'm driving and I'm a really good driver. But the person who saw that mistake that day doesn't think I'm a good driver. And so if there was more openness to say, hey, dude, you know, that was a poor decision you made just now. 
that's fine, but we don't need anger. We don't need judgment. We don't need to have a decision made about the moral fiber of a person based on a mistake that they've made. If the mistake is a moral mistake, then that's another discussion. But as far as just point of view and an idea that could I, when I walk through my day, just from time to time say, wonder what's going on there today. Maybe a smile. We see quotes all over uh, social media about how we can be better people, but is our world becoming any better? Are people saying kinder things? I'm not sure. And so what I want to do here is just have safe, fair, free discussion. And I will start it by having perspectives that I bring to my podcast regarding things that I come across. And if you have things that you've come across and you'd like to bring that forward for discussion, um, you can do that by direct messaging me through Instagram or leaving comments on the video I post on YouTube. However that happens, we can get some kind of dialogue started. So that's just kind of where I was at today, thinking about perspective and what is a perspective. And it really is point of view or attitude. And it's like if, if somebody writes an article, that author is writing from their perspective. They're writing from the journey they've had. And it's easy to think someone should do something different than you think they're doing. That's your point of view. And if you understood more about why they make that decision, maybe then your point of view would change. So a story that I often think about and have shared with people close to me is that I was in a situation once when I was quite young that I went to visit someone and I had just enough money in my bank account to make it to my next paycheck, which was probably two or three days away. And that person never told me before I arrived that we were going to be spending money and then said, hey, we're going to go for lunch here. And I wasn't brave enough as a young person to say, oh, I can't afford that. And so I went hoping that when I put my card in the machine that there would be enough money to pay for my excursion. And there was, but that feeling of pressure and stress. And I made a, what I call a key decision that I would never put somebody in that spot knowingly. And so whenever I invite someone to my house, if I choose to change the trajectory, so someone thinks they're coming just to spend time with me in my home. And I say, Hey, let's go out for dinner. I will say, does your budget allow that we could go for dinner or I will pay? for them because I want to go for dinner. Because my perception is that if I invite you to my home, I am your host and I am providing an experience for you. And if my provision means it costs you, I don't think that's something I would like to put somebody through. And I can make that decision because of an experience that I had. And so you may have a different way of thinking around what I've just laid out and yours is going to come from your perspective and things that have happened in your life. And I get how difficult that we could feel that might be, but I think the biggest beginning place would be to not be sure 
that what you think or I think is the only way to think about something. And if we can start to think slightly differently by just asking questions like, what is behind this headline I'm seeing? What is behind this comment? Often when there is judgment, there is fear. So if I am fearful of something, I'm going to come out with a sense of judgment or a question of why should I or how come I have to. And if we can understand the minute we feel that, that we could look inside and think, what am I afraid of? That might even be something that we could start changing in how we think about a perspective. So thank you so much for being a part of this podcast today. Uh, please rate and review below and understand that if you do that, I could read a review on my next podcast. And if you're interested in kind of getting to know a little bit more about life coaching and how that might work, you can always find me on Instagram and all of those links are posted and you can reach out privately that way. Have a great Monday. Thank you so much. For more Beyond Wishful Thinking, make sure to subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now.